and welcome back to another episode of the Southern Mafia Podcast. We are two weeks into the season. The Bills are the best team in football, and life is good. Thought this would be a good opportunity to take a look at each team, talk about some things we like, maybe some things we are not as excited about after two games. It's a new format we're trying out, so leave a comment in the chat. Let us know what you think. Always appreciate you listening. What we're going to look at is the Rammers. The Rammers are currently at 0-2, 14th in the league in points four, and 5th in the league in points allowed at 250.6. Ramsey is currently averaging 4.8 points from his quarterback position. That also ranks last in the league. Uh, The Dak Prescott injury in Week 1, certainly a factor there. That's not going to be great for any team. Uh, Ramsey's running backs are averaging 14.65 points each. That's good for 8th in the league. Um, You know, CMC is on the field. That's a positive. Uh, Certainly not seeing the the role that he's had in years past. Some people may may blame Baker for that, or it could just be trying to, you know, preserve him. So we'll see as that goes. Uh, Ramsey's wide receivers averaging 11.5 points per game. Uh, Good for 11th in the league. Uh, A couple positives there. Uh, Murray Cooper been running a lot of routes, which you like to see, and increased his targets from 20% to 37% in week two. So certainly a positive sign to see that progressing, uh, and hopefully Pittman can get back on the field. A big bright spot for Ramsey's team has been the tight end position. He ranks second in tight end scoring at 19.45 points per game. on the opposite end of that stick is his flex position, right? Starting Darnell Mooney in both of his, his flex spots both weeks. Uh, unfortunately, that Bears offense is just a disaster, and he currently ranks 14th in flex scoring as well at 1.4 points per game. So, you know, some bright spots for the Rammer squad. Obviously, they hope to be in a better position at this point in the season and hope for better things moving forward verification on these stats so when i give a average points for running back or wide receiver that is per starting position so your total running back starting points divided by two obviously right so just so we're on the same page there and i'm also only counting starters not concerned with bench players at this time and whoever was in your flex counts as your flex player so The next team on our list is the returning champion, Believe. Obviously, Believe, a little disappointed in their start. Uh, Also, kicking off the season with an 0-2 record. Uh, They rank on a tie for 12th at 213.2 points for, and are dead last in points allowed at 332.4. Jerio's quarterback is averaging 14.2 points per game. Uh, that ranks 12th in the league. Certainly not seeing the production he was hoping for when he drafted Aaron Rodgers. Uh, and he you know, he thought he was being strategic drafting Trey Lance as his backup, hoping to catch lightning in a bottle like he did last year with Jalen Hurts. Unfortunately, it doesn't look like that's going to pay off for him. Uh, running backs currently averaging 10.9 points, which is good for 12th in the league. Um, Got to like to see the 
usage that A.J. Dillon is getting. Obviously, Aaron Jones was a bit more productive in week two, but Dillon is on the field about 55% of snaps and getting a pretty high uh, target share, getting targeted about 30% of the time he's running routes. So, you know, that's just good persistence there. You can't be upset with that. Um, at wide receiver, Jerio is averaging 15.1 points per game, which is good for his seventh overall. Uh, obviously, A.J. Brown is a beast. Huge week one. A little bit of rectifying that in week two and getting the ball to Devonta Smith more, but I think that's going to be a strength as the season goes along. Obviously, the Dak injury obviously going to impact C.D. Lamb as well, so we'll see how that continues to progress as the season goes along. Uh, showing you just how abysmal the tight end position has been. Tight end averaging 14.4 points per game for Girio, which is good enough for third overall in the league. So obviously he hoping he's hoping Darren Waller continued success there. Uh, the flex spot, another place that's not quite a strength for Believe. Uh, 5.95 points per game, good for 13th overall. Um, one big bright spot when you're looking at Jerio's team where you had the big breakout game of Garrett Wilson, unfortunately, on his bench in week two. But you just like to see your team's, your players putting up points, right? So certainly a positive moving forward for Believe and hoping for big weeks out of Wilson moving forward. Final 0-2 team, the high-flying Eaglers. Uh, Eaglers ranked 10th overall in points four and 12th overall in points allowed. Uh, looking at the quarterback, obvious strength of the team, 40.45 points per game out of Josh Allen. Not a lot to say there. I think we've all seen what's happening at that spot. Uh, running back, a little bit disappointing for the Eagler here. Uh, 9.8 points per game from his running back, coming in at 13th. Uh, it's a little bit interesting to see this. I think one of the themes early on in the season is running backs are just simply not scoring points. So uh, if you look at the gap between the highest scoring running back team and the uh, Eagler in the in 13th is about 2x. Uh, if you look at that gap between at the wide receiver position, that gap's about 4x. So uh, I think... You know, you can survive right now with some lower scoring running backs because, as we all see, the receivers are just putting up monster numbers. Uh, Eagle are certainly hoping that Chase Edmonds continues to be the receiving back for the Dolphins. I know he had a little bit of a, a down slope last year or last week in week two. Uh, Mostert got a little more carries, a little more action, but I think as long as Edmonds is the passing game running back for the Dolphins, that'll be just fine. And obviously, James Connors. Health is a situation to monitor. It seems like he's going to be okay, though. Um, receivers, 11.2 points per game. Uh, good enough for 12th overall. Uh, you know, a little bit of a, a mixed bag here. Certainly Debo. Uh, one of the things that's, on, you know, I guess a, a benefit, if you will, uh, with the Elijah Mitchell injury and the Trey Lance injury, you know, I was a little skeptical that Debo was going to get the rushing production that he had last year, but it seems like that's going to be a necessity if that team wants to win. And we also saw Allen Robinson lay a goose egg in week one. That hurt. There was definitely a concerted effort to get him the ball in week two more. Um, so we'll see how that balances out. 
Um, again, we talked about Garrett Wilson on on Jurio's bench, and you got like Jahan Dotson putting up numbers on the Eaglers bench. You love to see rookies producing early in the season. That's hopefully a sign of good things to come. Uh, tight end position, 4.8 points. Uh, good for 10th in the league. Um, Dawson Knox, again, might be a little bit t- touchdown dependent, but most tight ends are. It's such a garbage position this year in fantasy. Um, at the flex spot, uh, 7.5 points per game. Uh, good for 11th. Um, I certainly think this is going to be a fine spot for him, having Devonta Smith in that uh, in that role. Unfortunately, just a little... Early in the season, so small sample size, a little weighed down by that zero in week one. So I think things are probably tre- trending upward overall for the 0-2 Eaglers, but time will tell. One and one team we're going to talk about this evening is the outdoor heady Nuggets standing tall out of Angle in New York. Uh, the Nuggets currently tied for 12th with Believe at 213.2 points, uh, points four, and ninth overall in points against. The quarterback position been pretty good for the Nuggets so far, 33.9 points per game, good for sixth in the league. Uh, that's probably right about where Herbert was drafted, so you can't be uh, you know, too upset about that, and you just hope he's healthy moving forward after that gutsy finish to that Chiefs game last Thursday night, I believe that was. So, Moving on to the running backs, uh, averaging 11.5 points per game. Uh, good for 10th overall. Um, I don't really think this is a fault of, of Sundays here. You know, Cam Akers, pretty big surprise to most folks. Got very little work in that week one game. Bounced back pretty nicely in week two. Uh, and then Jonathan Taylor just inexplicably almost, what, I think he had eight, nine carries, something like that against the Jaguars. Obviously they got, Colts got their ship pushed in, but, you know, regardless, you'd still think you could see that kind of workload out of the first half, if nothing else, out of Taylor. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, Sunday, a little unlucky at the wide receiver position, averaging 9.6 points per game, which is going to rank 13th overall. Unfortunately, uh, dealing with a Keenan Allen injury. Allen Lazard banged up in week one. Uh, so we'll see how that shapes up for the kid. Uh, tight end. Um, not a great story here. Uh, 0.55 points per game out of the Sunday's tight end. Uh, started Gesicki in week one. Understandable switch to Albert O in week two based on Gesicki's week one usage. Unfortunately, their roles kind of swapped there. Uh, I believe Albert O put up the goose egg in week two. So not great there, but, you know, two athletes, two good football players, and you hope that the uh, water finds its level for Sunday at the tight end position. Uh, at the flex, 6.8 points per game. Uh, I believe that's been Damian Pierce in both games, if I'm not mistaken. I don't have that right in front of me. That is good for 12th overall. Um, again, uh, bounce back week for Pierce in week two. Definitely saw more action than he did in the first week. Uh, the question is on a pretty bad Texans offense is what that role is really going to look like moving forward. Next up, the one-on-one Bush now. Uh, 
uh, coming in at 11th in points for at 235.9 and second in points against at 218.4. Uh, Bushnell's quarterback averaging 19.9 points per game. Uh, it's good for 11th overall. You know, I think Stafford's been fine. Uh, his connection with Cooper Cup obviously is unreal. I think he just doesn't offer much of a of a rushing uh, addition as some of the other quarterbacks, and that's probably why you see him ranked where he is. Uh, running back, 16.22 points per game, good for fourth overall for Bushnell. Uh, you know, Saquon has looked excellent, a real breakout game in week one. Um, the good thing is his role didn't really change in week two. Still saw the same amount of snaps, you know, percentage-wise. Still ran a lot of routes. You know, he just didn't get as many targets. So you'd hope that that's just kind of a little bit of an ebb and flow and that he continues to be that really true, uh, you know, one of those rare three-down real workhorse backs. Uh, Derrick Henry... I don't really remember what he did in week one. Obviously not a whole lot last night. Did get a touchdown to salvage that game, um, you know, but the Bills obviously stifled them. So not a lot to say there for Henry. Uh, receiver, 12.9 points per game, ranking ninth for Bushnell. Um, you know, Mike Evans getting kicked out of, Last game, getting suspended this week, obviously not a great sign. Brandon Cooks has been perfectly fine. It's just kind of what he does as steady as they go. Um, you know, tight end, 7.5 points per game, eighth overall on flex, 12.7 points per game, seventh overall. This is where things start to get a little bit dicey. This is definitely a week you probably want to be playing Bushnell in week three with the Evans suspension. I'm uh, not sure about Dalton Schultz, if he's going to be able to go, but that seemed pretty unlikely. Uh, and I don't know the latest on Jerry Judy, but uh, obviously not great there either. So a banged up Bush now heading into week three. And we'll see how it goes. Let's dive into the one-on-one Blazers. Uh, currently ninth overall at 257.3 points four and sixth with 254.2 points against. Uh, Jalen Hurts certainly been one of the big stories early in the season uh, and this year in fantasy football. So uh, coming in at fifth in quarterback ranking, 34.25 points per game. Not a huge surprise there. Uh, running backs, 15.05 points per game, good for seventh overall. And really being carried by James Robinson, uh, Najee, Again, gets a lot of work, but just not very productive. Um, and, you know, I know in the tr- season preview, I was pretty skeptical on James Robinson, and I still am. I'll, you know, he's obviously getting the workload two weeks into the season, but, you know, we'll see how long it lasts, or maybe I'll just prove to be totally wrong, and, you know, he, he'll be a stud, but uh, skeptical. Wide receiver, 8.57 points per game. Good for 14th overall. Um, Not a lot of remarkable here. A couple of Chiefs receivers. Uh, Unfortunately, Chris Godwin 
you know, showed up in week one and then immediately got hurt again. So uh, not great there. Chris Olave, uh, you know, looking like he has some potential, certainly on the incline, on an upward trajectory, if you will. Uh, tight end, 19.6 points per game, number one rank in the league. Travis Kelsey, you know, simply one of three players, probably Kelsey, Waller, and Andrews actually performing at the position. Um, you know, that's that's why you attack those those onesie positions. So 10.05 points per game out of the flex. That's going to be good for ninth overall. I think that's been a, a rotating cast through his of uh, the receivers that we kind of previously discussed. So we'll see where the Blazers go from here. The team we're going to look at is the Hoodies Heroes. Uh, I think this is probably the wildest stat that I came across in doing this is the Hoodies are currently or have a points four of 261.4, good for eighth overall. They also have a points allowed of exactly the same 261.4 for eighth overall. Just not really sure I've ever seen that. Obviously, two weeks, small sample size, but still wild, as the kids say. Uh, quarterback, not great for the Hoodies Heroes. Just, you know, put it in the category of things you hate to see. Tom Brady, 14.05 points per game, 13th overall. Um Again, you'd think that's going to progress or regress, I should say. Um, you know, and he should be better moving forward. But the team's got a lot of question marks, and he's 50 years old. So who knows? Uh, running back, this is a pretty deep group for, for hoodies. Um, I think there's this is strength of the team. 15.4 points per game. Uh, good for fifth overall. Javante Williams, I mean, every carry he sees you, you just see that he's a dog. Uh, and hopefully he just continues to take more and more work away from Melvin Gordon, and I think that will prove to be the case. Uh, benefiting from the Elijah Mitchell injury, putting Jeff Wilson in the starting lineup, that's you know obviously not a bad play with such a run-heavy offense. And again, with Trey Lance going down, um, you know, more, more running back carries available. And then with Kareem Hunt on the bunch, you know, good player. Um, getting uh you know good good depth there for for the hoodie uh wide receiver 12.7 points per game good for 10th um you know uh tail of two cities is that what they say here uh justin jefferson obviously beast um and then dj moore you know you want good things to happen for dj moore you just don't really know if Baker is going to be able to make that happen. I think it's kind of been the story of his career. Uh, it's been consistent so far, but, you know, some questionable returns so far. Um, tight end, uh, 1.25 points, 13th overall. You know, at least he's not last. Uh, looking like Taysom Hill there right now. You know, that, that gimmick didn't obviously work week one or week two. Uh, flex uh, has been a strength, 26.65 points per game. Uh, good for second overall. I think that's factoring in uh, Justin Jefferson being in this flex for at least one of those games. So, uh, you know, lineup manipulation is a cool thing, and it works. 
you know, we'll see how the hoodies go moving forward, but I don't think anybody would be too sad to see them suck. Absolute slog at one and one. Two weeks into the season, our next team up is the veterans, and I think we have three more one and one teams to discuss after this. So, veterans, uh, 265.9 points for, seventh overall, 244.6 points against, fourth overall. Uh, they are currently ranking number one at quarterback at 43.1 points per game. That's uh, Lamar Jackson just doing what Lamar Jackson does. Uh, so. uh, running back nine points per game, uh, which is going to bring him in at 14th in the league. Um, you know, we talked about James Robinson getting the bulk of the workload earlier, and unfortunately that's come at Travis Etienne's expense. I uh, really thought that that would be different at this point, but we've talked about that, so no need to rehash it. Uh, Miles Sanders, you know, I I think there's just a lot of a lot of mouse to feed on that offense, so we'll see what happens moving forward with Sanders. Um, re- receiver, 15.9 points per game. That's good for sixth overall. Uh, you know, Rashad Bateman, obviously nice to be pairing with uh, Lamar, so that's a, a positive there. Um, Terry McLaurin, you know, the uh, football team is passing the ball a lot more than people expected. That could be because they are down. Um, but certainly, you know, Wentz is firing the pigskin. So you see some potential there as, you know, Dotson and Samuel are starting to uh, not explode, um, you know, perform well. You'd hope that that means for somebody like McLaurin that that's going to be positive signs moving forward. Uh, Julio Jones banged up already. I, you know, color me shocked and really um, on the bench, really, I don't know if I would call it bizarre, but Sky Moore just not seeing the workload that was anticipated. Um, and that offense hasn't been really buzzing at receiver either. So you'd certainly think there's opportunity to come uh, for him. Uh, tight end, 12.35 points per game. That's good for fourth overall. Again, tight end has just been a, a train wreck this year. So Fryermuth, even in a bad offense, um, you know, putting up numbers that are certainly going to have you be competitive amongst his peers. Uh, 13.2 points per game out of the flex. Good for sixth overall. Uh, Robert Woods didn't do a whole lot last week. I would imagine uh, there was somebody else in his starting lineup earlier, probably with the Kamara injury in week two, things had to be bumped, moved around. So, We'll see. Time will tell us more about the veterans. Talk about the king. Uh, as you can assume, he is one and one. Uh, 277.1 points for, good for six in the league, and 290.9 points against, which would be 11th overall. Uh, quarterback position, 21.5 points per game. Good for eighth uh, in the league rankings. Uh, Trevor Lawrence certainly looks better, um, you know, but what's his ceiling going to be if you certainly want to be getting more than 20 points per game out of your quarterback. Uh, Running backs, number one in the league, 18.4 points per game. 
obviously bolstered by a big uh, Aaron Jones week two. Um, you know, four Nets looks as good as any running backs in the league. And I don't think they want to throw the ball because I don't think they a ton. Obviously, they want to throw the ball. But I don't think they can pass protect. So I think that that's going to be a positive for, for Nett moving forward. Uh, wide receiver, uh, 14.4 points per game. Good for eighth in the league. Deontay Johnson, Mike Williams. Mike Williams, obviously, very good player, good offense. We'll see what that Hopefully that Herbert situation stabilizes uh, and you can continue to expect good things. Um, you know, Deontay, it's really good player, but being held back a bit by the quarterback situation there, obviously. Um, hopefully he can continue to produce through that, but uh, we'll see. Um, tight end. Uh, where is that at? Oh, 1.65 points per game. Shockingly, that's good for 12th in the league. So that means there's two worst producers at tight end. Um, currently, the only tight end on his ro- on the roster is OJ Howard, and just bad process, guys. We talk about you know making mistakes or you know playing bad players that happens, but adding somebody after they had six snaps in week one is just what are we doing, folks? Uh, flex, 16.3 points per game. Good for fourth overall. A lot of good young receivers um, possibility in that flex spot. We got Drake London, big breakout game. Traylon Burks looked really good against the Bills and you know, the, the action he got. And Brandon Ayuk, uh, we'll see what happens there with Jimmy G moving forward. So that does it for the King one-and-one team is voluptuous. Uh, Quarterback ranking is 10th, 20.7 points per game. Uh, It's going to be curious to see if we don't see a change moving from Russell to Derek Carr for Caleb here. Certainly, Russell leaves you with more uh, questions than answers through two weeks. Uh, At running back, 11.3 points per game, good for 11th in the league. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott, Joe Mixon, you know, I, I said I didn't love him coming into the season, but I think, you know, just, well, Mixon's seen a lot more passing game work than he did in previous years. So that's good to see. And, you know, Elliott gives you a consistent floor. So I think that's what we're seeing in the production as well. Uh, wide receiver, t- uh, 20.9 points per game. Good for third overall in a league ranking. Uh, Devontae Adams, huge week one, not as great week two. Uh, it's really interesting the way that fantasy football works. If he had put that his week two performance in week one, I think it was one, two catches in a, for, I don't know, six yards and a touchdown, something really just not great. But, you know, you see the big commitment to him in week one. So, you know, you know, that's there. You know, the team's interested in that. So certainly leaves you optimistic uh, moving forward. And Michael Thomas, um, I think there's been some garbage time work there, but we don't really care about that in fantasy. So we'll we'll take that where we can get it. Uh, tight end, 11.65 points per game. Good for fifth overall. Uh, not a lot to say about Zach Ertz. Certainly doesn't excite you as a player, but again, to the tight end, as we've mentioned a few times, has been so bad that that's a perfectly fine output right there. 
uh, 8.7 points per game out of the flex spot, uh, mainly being occupied by Josh Jacobs at these days. And, you know, again, a relatively safe floor, not seeing a lot of boom out of that, out of that spot though. The last one and one team is Southern Mafia. Uh, they're 325.7 points for is good for third overall, uh, and 313.9 points against ranks them 13th in the league. Uh, quarterback coming in at 28.6 points per game, good for seventh in the league. Um, you know, we talked about garbage points earlier, uh, garbage time, and that's, just the absolute definition of what Kyler Murray has been doing this year. I guess uh, if we look back on their Raiders game, they did come back to win that game, but his first halves have been just absolutely disgusting um, with some mop-up duty, <laughs> keeping us a, a relatively productive number there. Uh, running back 14.35 overall or points per game. Good for ninth overall. Uh, Cordell Patterson, good week one. Uh, Daryl Henderson got the surprise start in week one. Unfortunately, was not in the lineup that week. But, you know, hopefully those two guys have decent production moving forward. I think that's all they're hoping for. Uh, wide receiver, 33.77 points per game. Uh, that is good for number one overall in the league. Uh, obviously, Amon Ra, St. Brown, Jalen Waddle, two monster weeks, or each had a monster week in week two. Uh, pair that with Jamar Chase, and that's been just a, a rotating between those three guys, between the receivers and the flex spot. So that's really what's accounting for there. Um, tight end position, 3.9 points per game. You can't imagine they're happy to see that. A uh, lot of draft capital invested in Kyle Pitts. Certainly not the start they were hoping for. Um, the peripherals are there. The snaps, the targets. He's blocking a little bit more, so his, his routes run is down a little bit compared to last year. But, you know, I'm a believer that good players will prevail. And had a had a lot of up and down weeks in his rookie season as well and still went for a thousand yards so not quite hitting the panic button uh on pits but certainly got her eyeballs on it uh and then flex is uh 15.6 points per game uh good for fifth overall as we mentioned that's been a mix of those that three-headed wide receiver uh group there for the southern mafia First 2-0 team we're going to discuss is the Prisbags. Uh, 283.1 points for, puts them fourth overall. Uh, 243.3 points allowed is third. Um, quarterback, 20.8 points per game, good for ninth. Uh, persevering through his own incompetence to this point, I would say. Uh, already benching his third-round draft pick for Kirk Cousins. Um just, again, questionable process there for the Prisbags. Uh, running back, Austin Eckler, Antonio Gibson, averaging 15.4 points per game, good for fifth overall. And I think you're seeing a little bit of the Eckler workload decline. Um, 
believe that Sony Michelle has been their goal line back pretty much every opportunity they've had so far this season. Um, and Gibson, you're expecting Brian Robinson to come take some of that work once he gets healthy. Uh, wide receiver, 19.7 points per game, good for fourth overall for the Prisbaggers. Uh, Tyreek Hill, obviously two strong weeks, doing the bulk of the carry in there. DK Metcalf, you know, that Seahawks offense, as expected, just an absolute disaster. Um, so tough to see a big ceiling out of DK this year. Uh, tight end, 10.1 points, good for seventh overall. Probably a pleasant surprise for Prisbal. Um, you know, could have had Logan Thomas for $0, but, you know, didn't feel like doing that. So he gets him for $25 on a Sunday pickup, but he's been perfectly serviceable. Um, and hopefully Greg Kittle will be back on the field soon. And I just don't have a whole lot else to say. Oh, flex. Sorry. I almost forgot your principal. It's not like you listen anyway. Uh, 12.25 points per game in the flex. Good for eighth overall. Currently Damian Harris in that spot. And it's whatever. Up at 2-0 and is the F-Boys. Uh, 334.1 points for... Good for second overall, 192.1. Best defense in the league uh, through two weeks is the F-Boys. At quarterback, 41.0 points per game. Uh, It's going to rank second overall. Obviously, we've got a small sample size, so that monster day by Tua in week two, probably aiding that number quite a bit. Uh, However, with the essentially punting at the position uh, in the draft. If that can continue for the F boys, that'll be really help propel them to success. Uh, Running back 17.55 points per game. Good for third overall. Um, You know, DeAndre Swift been a monster uh, dealing with that ankle injury. I believe it was for week two. Definitely saw his workload decrease, but is good enough to still be able to produce through it. And Tony Pollard and Ramondre Stevenson running out that running back core. You know, it's perfectly feasible. Uh, Wide receiver, 17.4 points per game. Good for fifth overall. Um, You know, a good crew here. I believe, remember speaking highly of it during the draft uh, recap. Obviously, Stefan Diggs, an absolute alpha. Uh, T. Higgins went down early in week one, but bounced back nicely in week two. Uh, and Cortland Sutton rounds that out, group out pretty solidly. Uh, tight end, 11.1 points per game. Good for sixth overall. Dallas Goddard really benefiting from that Eagles offense, which looks to be one of the better ones in the league. Uh, and then the flex, um, 29.5 points per game out of the flex uh good for number one overall i believe that is going to be aided by uh stefan diggs being in the flex spot in week two so a uh, strong start for the fuck boys the last team we're talking about tonight which is a positive for them if you've been following along on how we're doing things here is the 2-0 canadago connection uh, through two weeks, the connection is the highest scoring team in the league at 338.6 points. 
uh, while currently allowing 260.2 points, which puts them seventh overall. Um, quarterback averaging 37.6 points per game. Uh, you know, what else can you say about Mahomes? Uh, another soft matchup scheduled for week three. So you got to expect good, big things again. Uh, running back, uh, 17.6 points per game. Good for second overall. Um, Nick Chubb and Clyde Edwards and Lair doing the bulk of the work there. Obviously, when you have a three touchdown game out of uh, your number one back, things are going to be looking up for you. Uh, looking at wide receiver, um, 24.2 points per game, good for second overall. Uh, so you see that fourth in quarterback, second in running back, second in wide receiver. Uh, third and flex, not a, not a surprise to see why this team is up near the top. Um, Cooper Cup, uh, impressive stat, had the exact same number of points in week one and week two, uh, 34.8. Uh, side note, Kyle Pitts did too, but he had 2.9 points per game, so that was 3.9. So uh, not quite as impressive. Um Marquise Brown, despite a big drop in overtime, you know, doing steady bag carrying for the connection there on Christian Kirk. You know, there was some talk about did the Jaguars overpay for him, but, you know, you probably have to overpay to bring someone into that environment, so you can't fault them for trying. Uh, Tight end, 5.8 points per game, ranks ninth in the league. Uh, not a bad bounce back after Colt Komet put up the goose egg in week one. Uh, Flex already touched on being 23.25 points per game, ranking third overall, mainly being carried by Christian Kirk in his Jaguar breakout. And that sums up the Canadago connection. I want to spend a minute and just talk about the free agents this year i think it's been a little interesting there has been no real key uh free agents to add through week through two weeks you know last year we had elijah mitchell getting a very large fab bid after week one uh coincidentally elijah mitchell you know got hurt week one this year um but you know i think uh, Jeff Wilson was already owned and, you know, kind of picking up the scraps after that. Um, so I think that's a, probably a good sign. It means we're staying relatively healthy. Obviously, you got the DAC injury uh, and the Trey Lance injury, but neither of their replacements have been, you know, super fantasy relevant. And maybe that just means we're better at drafting. So, you know, hopefully you guys don't listen to this before uh, the free agent. Uh, deadline, and I'm not exactly sure when this will publish. I never quite know with Spotify. Um, but I do think there's a couple interesting people uh, to pick up this week, and I am going to be placing a $17 bid on